Hi, my name is Kaya. And I'm Marissa. And this is Well, Why Not? Yes, a podcast that we talk in. A lot of talking. A lot of talking. Oh, my God, Marissa. Yes. I'm so sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> so sleepy, Marissa. I know, I know. This is, uh, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's a weekend for me right now. It is. For me as well. Yes. I just, I work a lot of weekends, so I'm like, this is, this is a relaxing weekend for me. It's very exciting. As we have done this podcast, I think we've mentioned quite a few times that we love Halloween. We never, like, talked about our costumes or anything like that. So we went out a lot in October, so we had a lot of chances to dress up. I'll give you the rundown of what I wore. Mm. The first night that we went to a thing, we went to a spookeasy, I was a dead flapper. Classic. Then the next weekend, we went to a all-you-can-drink beer thing. All-you-can-drink. All-you-could-drink. The bathrooms at the end of that night... Were a disaster. I I love when we walked out of the bathroom and we were like, they are never doing never this, doing this again. again. They are never going to do this event. They are. They are doing it again. At the end of November, there's a thing. Have I not sent it to you? No, we're buying tickets. <laughs> what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, they're totally doing it again. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, I'll look it up again. So it was a, uh, just for, for those who weren't there, yeah, it was a... Um, it was at a hotel, the Jupiter Hotel, and it the haunted beer mansion. The haunted beer mansion, which essentially was just one floor conference-ish area of a yeah. hotel in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, with just uh, I think they had like what twenty maybe breweries yeah. and like c- cideries. They had at least one cideries. They had one punchy. Is it they a had one kombuchers. C- Is it a cideries? Cideries? What do you call a, ci- a a maker of ciders? Is it a cideries? Because that sounds like a made up word. Like when I you like just it. said kombucheries. Well, I did. I made that one up. That I made up cideries too. Probably. I think you're just a cider maker, or maybe it's still a brewer, or maybe it's a fermenter. Mm, which would be the kombucher. The kombucha is also w- a fermenter. It was an alcoholic kombucha. That's yeah, why I was let's calling clarify. it kombucha. <laughs> You just add a you add the urri to the end of anything, and it becomes like the alcoholic yeah, I was just version. Going for the alcoholic version of whatever. Absolutely. But yeah, that was a crazy. Yeah, so night. it was samples, but it was yeah, it was all you can drink samples. I'm you, using the cup right now for water because we yeah, can take they the get, cups home. Yep, they give you a little cup at the beginning of the night, and it drink. only lasted from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Yeah, which for like party time, like that's actually kind of like an odd. Time. Like a lot of yeah. stuff doesn't even like get started until around nine. 10. Yeah, nine or ten. Yeah. And and I think they probably did that for the reason get you out of the, get out on the streets. They're like you only get you out of here. But still four hours and unlimited alcohol. I know. Imagine if your night just ended there though. Like oh, a lot yeah. of those people that were leaving from those awful bathrooms, <laughs> like their night ended. That yeah. one B, her night ended at like this perfect little bumblebee. Seven, it, maybe seven or eight. <laughs> she was just like, "Yes, all of the beer and ciders, just all at once," and then came storming into the restroom, cut the line, and was like, "I need to, I need to, I need the bathroom." Exactly. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was pretty intense. My wig fell off. Oh yeah, so I was a, um, like a demonic fairy for that one, mm-hmm. and I had these really cool wings. They're really awesome, and I can't wait to just wear them to a normal event. Because they went, they're, they're more like a fabric cape thing. So, like, 
I didn't bump into people with my wings sticking out of mm-hmm. my side. So they were just like at my side. I was glitter everywhere. There's still glitter in your bathroom. There's glitter in my bathroom for sure. Yeah. So then I went as a witch to work mm-hmm. and then I was a, a black cat Halloween night. Yeah. Well, I, for work, I dressed up as a Dolly Parton super fan. Yeah. Because I love Dolly Parton. It was funny because, you know, work costumes are tricky. Yeah. Because it's like, well, first off, we're both, you know, uh, you know, schladies. And so a lot of our costumes tend to be on uh, air on the revealing side, I a would say, um, most of the time. So uh, I would say most of the costumes I had, I would not feel comfortable. Yeah, I, I was looking at my rack of clothes mm-hmm. and I realized that I have a large abundance of Dolly Parton memorabilia (laughs) that I could definitely put together a costume. And Mm -hmm. it was funny. I walked into work and I was wearing a a tie-dye hat Mm -hmm. that said Dollywood across it. I had an airbrush shirt, like a vacation shirt, with Dolly Parton's face on it yeah that has had been airbrushed and said yeah. dollywood across yeah and i wore like acid wash jeans and all that stuff <laughs> and i walked Good into look. yeah it was uh okay well this is what i have to say about the look i walked in and people like looked at me and they were like because it was it was halloween was a thursday they looked at me and they were like are you dressed up <laughs> because i have definitely probably worn all of these pieces separately in my yeah. regular life. <laughs> and then I looked at the outfit and I was like, you know what? On a Friday night, just going to some like dive bars, this is probably what I would wear. That's fair. And it was pretty funny, especially as a work costume, because then people would see me. And of course, they would start with the, are you dressed in a costume? <laughs> and I was like, yes, I'm a Dolly Parton super fan. And then they'd be like, you work in nine to five today. You know? <laughs> they were, I was like, so many Leaning things. And, and, and like everybody, that was the thing that was the craziest. I have learned that Dolly Parton is the great unifier. She really is. And there is, a, I do want to mention, there is another podcast, uh, Dolly Parton's America, that I've started listening to. Yeah. And, uh, and it touches a lot on this. It touches on the fact that, like, actually, statistically, Dolly Parton is, like, the most loved, possibly, celebrity in the entire world. Makes sense. Just meaning that she, like, if if you were to randomly cold call people and be like, hey, what do you think of Dolly Parton? They'd probably be, like, positive about it. Right. As opposed to, like, other celebrities that might have, like, a mixed bag as yeah. far as, like, who, who appreciates them. But um, my love for her is strong. Very strong. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about my adventure in Dollywood, I think. Right? Yeah. But first, let's hear what else is on our channel. Oh, hello. It's me. The ghost who haunts your phone. Just kidding, it's actually me, Avalon, the host of Boohaha, which is a thing that I do. A podcast, if you will, that happens some weeks, not all. Don't wait up, it's fine, we'll call you. Shut up. Anyway, it's about ghosts and tangents. Mostly tangents, if I'm being entirely honest. So join me each and every week-ish as I gather the funniest people I know to a campfire that I build in my living room and then regale them with spooky tales of boogans and googas. Oh, also, it's a comedy podcast, if that wasn't clear from the vibe, you know. Well, welcome back. Let's get on with uh, Tell Me About Your Dolly Parton Experience. Dolly Parton. You know, I'm one of those people, so uh, let me start out with saying, <laughs> I'm moving on through this conversation, um... I 
had a trip over the summer where my husband and I, we both do a lot of freelance filmmaking work. Mm -hmm. So we're hired by different, you know, corporate entities or businesses to do videos for them. And our work led us to Georgia. And pretty much for the past five years doing gigs like this throughout the country, Mm -hmm. I have always seen, if I'm anywhere in the southerly area, how far away from Dollywood I am. (laughs) That's a good marker. Because I am always wanted to go to Dollywood. Ever since I was a little kid, I don't know why. I never even listened to Dolly Parton music, but there was just like something about the idea that this freaking gorgeous woman... Yeah. Just with the the voice of an angel mm-hmm. owns what is essentially a Disneyland in the middle of backwoods Tennessee for herself. For herself, it's all about her. It is literally all about her. And yet, somehow, it's not narcissistic at all. She's is she Jesus? I mean, this is the thing because <laughs> it's so like she is so almost like an ambivalent like creature so we we finished we wrapped up our gig on thursday and we were only four hours away from dollywood Ooh, and that is close enough for me go and then we headed straight to the great smoky mountains of tennessee wow and i was so fucking excited marissa (laughs) can i tell you about the great smoky mountains of tennessee yeah okay They're called the Smoky Mountains. Yes, I have heard. I did not think much about that. Okay. It's not like I did a lot of research. Okay. I was just heading towards an amusement park. Is it because they're they're steamy and stuff? No. Oh, what is it? I always thought it was just because they had a lot of stuff coming off of them. So this is what Dolly Parton says. And I could be wrong. Okay. Because I'm not a scientist. Mm -hmm. And I don't think Dolly Parton is either. But. We don't know for sure. Apparently, the trees... The, the I don't know what type of tree, but the, the trees that are most prevalent in that area, mm-hmm. they um, when they are breathing, because there's so many of them, when they kind of breathe out, it creates this bluish haze that creates the Smoky Mountains of huh. Tennessee. So it's like pollen? It's No, you're watching the trees, Marissa. Oh, so it's they're, they're releasing watch- the oxygen. Yeah. Oh. Marissa, you're watching trees breathe. Look, I watch trees breathe. This is all like the Lord time. of the Rings int shit going that down. Does sound crazy. It's crazy. So you're driving through these hills, like these curvy roads, mm-hmm. you know, going through them smoky mountains. And like the roads, well, it's weird to say it's like a horror film, but it kind of is though. Like ev- everything's smoky. Like mm. it, there is like a general haze throughout like Silent everything. Hill. Mm, yes. Yeah. But beautiful. What's the term? There's a term in gothic horror called the sublime. Mm-hmm. The sublime means that it's so beautiful and awe-inspiring that it kind of takes your breath away. Yeah. That's the goddamn Smoky Mountains, Marissa. I want to see them. We're going to go, okay. Oh, I want to see them. You, you think this body's only going to be at Dollywood one time <laughs> in her life? No. You should go get remarried at Dollywood. Yes, because there's a goddamn church there and there is service every Sunday. That's it's work. It's a working church. It's I mean, I would hope so, too. Okay, so this is Dollywood. Okay, so we made it to Dollywood. Mm hmm. You start to realize, uh, uh, you know, if you if you haven't gotten from like how I talk or my accent, like I am not from the South. Okay, (laughs) shocker. You start getting into Dollywood territory, you start to realize like 
she is Jesus there. I mean, yeah. everybody talks about her. And so um, if you've ever been to Disneyland, Dollywood is set up in a very similar fashion. There's there's huge parking lots that you park mm-hmm. at, and then you have to get on these, like, shuttle buses. Wow. But then, but then as you get on the shuttle buses, there are tour guides, and they'll be like, Welcome to Dollywood. Here at Dollywood, we take the principles of Dolly Dolly. And it's like, Dolly Parton, our sweet lovely Dolly Parton, who we just love so much. Wow. Like, this, our driver is named Jessica. Jessica's been working for Dollywood for the past 27 years, and she's met Miss Parton just like every single one of us. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. Also, wow. <laughs> it's like, and you start, you start realizing, like, whoa, like, I love Dolly Parton. They love. They love, I mean, it feels like, it feels like how it must have felt to be at Disneyland when you knew that, like, Walt was in that apartment upstairs. Yeah. It just was, it was weird because it's like, man, she's, like, still alive. How old is she? That's weird. Google didn't automatically come up with her age. She probably told him not oh. to. She probably says she's 29. She's 73. She's 73? Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. That means that we could have at least another 10 to 15 years of Dolly. She was born in 46, January. Dolly Parton. I wonder what they do for her birthday at Dollywood. <gasps> we should go. We should go to Dollywood. On for her, her birthday. birthday. So that's in January. January 19th. You get to the gates of, of Dollywood and it is just like Disneyland. I mean, there's a ba- there's even like there's these, you know, ticket toll booths. You walk through the ticket toll. There's a giant front area with a big garden and, the, wow. and giant letters that say Dollywood in this like beautiful 1980s gaudy cursive. Nice. And, uh... She has literally built replicas of, like, every key point in her life. Aww. And now they're essentially gift shops where I spend, like, all of my money. Like, Good. all of it. Yeah. But, yeah, there is there is a, a working church. Mm-hmm. So there's Sunday service. It's free. You can go to the Sunday service. There's also the Gospel Hall of Fame uh, nice. is located on the premises of Dollywood. But then there's, like roller coasters <laughs> and like oh and it's also known for it's cinnamon bread Ooh. that's the and we didn't get any oh no i didn't get any cinnamon bread but that's what it's known for they sell um over 800 loaves like every hour wow or like every like 10 minutes it was like i read the number and i was like how is that even possible because like how much bread is made in the world yeah i mean it's, it's just cinnamon bread and dolly parton you can like get it at every like gift shop and then they have a wow. big replica of like a, a sawmill and then the inside of the sawmill is like where they make all of the, wow. the cinnamon bread i bet it's so good then. it's beautiful we got to go to the dolly parton museum Nice, nice. Just called Dolly Parton Chasing Rainbows. Aww. And uh, there's a hologram. No. <laughs> there's a hologram of Dolly Parton. When she was younger? No. I mean, no, it's pretty recent. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, that was smart for her. Yeah. She, it makes her even seem classier than ever, you know? Absolutely. But yeah, she uh, she's there and she's like, here at Dollywood, we chase rainbows because every single <laughs> one of us has a rainbow. And that rainbow is our dreams. And I chase my rainbow. She just talks about rainbows. Yeah. And butterflies. Butterflies and rainbows. Aw. But she has, like, all this butterfly shit. There's, like, butterflies fucking everywhere. Aw. Butterflies you can pose next to. They also, which I didn't know about until after we left, they will randomly release butterflies on the property. (laughs) Nice. Get those pollinators out there. They'll, like, do an announcement and be, like, in the whatever, you know... 
the Appalachian Park Plaza, we're going to release some butterflies for your enjoyment. Wow. And they'll just like release butterflies and the kids will be like frolicking in slow motion and shit. Nice. That sounds amazing. There is um a super odd fake serenity to that place. And I eat that shit up. It's, I mean, it sounds like if you had a dream and you just decided to share it with everybody and then you wanted to make sure everyone could come see it. <laughs> That's like you just bottled your dream for everybody for to share forever. And you can buy coffee mugs. So it's like <laughs> <laughs> you can buy an entire Halloween costume. You can buy aprons. Yeah. Well, yeah, all you know, all the things I wore for my costume were purchased at Dollywood. That's a little surprising that you didn't have something from another different time. Oh no. I find in my life that I I, I obsess, like I, I have like bur- bursts of obsessive behavior. Sure. Um, like topics that I'll want to like learn everything about. Mm-hmm. And while Dolly, I had always wanted to go to, to Dollywood because of this trip in July, you know, it extra spurred on my like, I'm listening to Dolly Parton yeah. music 24-7. Yeah. I'm like reading about Dolly Parton. I'm watching Dolly Parton movies, you know. Yeah. As far as media consumption goes... If you're a fan of Dollywood, you have options, okay? True. Um, but now it seems like because of this p- other podcast that just came out, Dolly mm-hmm. Parton's got a freaking Netflix show that's coming out soon. I feel like the universe, when I start obsessing over something, the universe provides me with even more to obsess about. Yeah. <laughs> so have you seen the trailer for the new Netflix show? So it came up as a YouTube ad, and I was like, oh, Dolly Parton sitting in a chair talking. Cool. And then I skipped it because it was still an ad. Oh, my God. But I, I just, I don't approve of ads. Do you, uh, <laughs> well, first off, if I see Dolly Parton, I stand to attention, I would say. Do you, do you like Dolly Parton? Yeah, I like Dolly Parton. Um, I think she's one of my favorite Muppet episodes, too. When she sings with Kermit, it just, like, broke my little heart in half. I don't know a whole lot about her background, but I can make some assumptions because she's a country singer and a female mm-hmm. and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure there were some things that happened along the way. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I get why everybody loves her because I've never heard anything bad. She's just been out there trying to put in the best to her ability, a good vibe, and has been reaping all the benefits of it. She is true evidence that what you put out, you get back. I think that's why everybody loves her. Yeah. Because it's like you look at her and it's just like that bitch is working hard and she's talented. Like, she deserves it. Like, she deserves her success. As I mentioned earlier, there are replicas of everything of her life. Very helpful. Yeah. Because you're like, look, Look how sad my beginnings were, which maybe that, you know, that's part of the propaganda of it all. But like they have her Tennessee mountain home. They have a replica okay. of the home yeah. that she lived in. And this is the thing. It surprised me. Marissa flickered across her face that she didn't know about the Tennessee mountain home. Mm-mm. When I was a little kid, I don't remember where I saw it. And I, I very specifically remember it was like a, I don't know, entertainment tonight sequence or something and it was dolly parton Mm -hmm. and she was in her park and she was giving a tour and she was standing in the replica of her tennessee mountain home which is a two-room home Mm -hmm. that her and all of her like bajillion brothers and sisters lived in with Mm -hmm. her ma and her pa Mm -hmm. uh, or they call her was it ma and peepaw okay yeah of course and as a little kid i was like I want to go there. <laughs> I was like, I want to see Dolly Parton's Tennessee Mountain home. I don't know why. 
I wanted to see, not even see her Tennessee Mountain home, see the replicas she created. <laughs> so when we went to the park, we went to her Tennessee Mountain home. Cute. And they had the bed that like her and all of her brothers and sisters slept in. I mean, it, it like the, the walls are nothing but just like newspapers. Like, yeah, she came from yeah. the Great Smoky Mountains. Like. She came from Deliverance, like she came, yeah. like which is scary. That's fucking scary. But like she came from these like backwood areas mm-hmm. and became like I don't know famous enough to have a goddamn theme park <laughs> that some bitch from Portland, Oregon is like <laughs> cross country road tripping to get to. Like yeah. it's it's insanity a little bit. It's also in some ways it's odd that it's the classic story, but in reality it's the hardest thing. And then also just like it's. Talent and luck, right? Mm-hmm. You have to have both or you don't get anywhere. Totally. So even though it's literally the the dream mm-hmm. to come from nothing and become that big, she actually did it. And she's probably one of the only people I could ever think of that's a living embodiment of that actually come into fruition. Totally. It's not 15 minutes of fame. It's not just having 10 years of a good acting career and then just going off to be nothing. Mm-hmm. She's just like everything now staying power mm-hmm. it's amazing so yeah for like people who don't know about dolly parton like she left home very young she had a, just a natural ability to sing mm-hmm. and um she you know kind of made her break on the porter wagner show mm-hmm. it's crazy to me when i when i hear stories of like people who become famous and it's like the people who made them famous are like so less famous yeah <laughs> you know? not like, as much staying power not, yeah not the st- porter wagner did not have the staying power and like um so Port- there was the porter wagner show mm-hmm. hugely popular mm-hmm. during its time like early 60s it may have started even earlier mm-hmm. and uh he had a uh, lady singer and back then the lady singer this is literally what the companies would say they'd be like the lady singer is there to represent the woman at the house so that they could pretend that they're next to Porter Wagner singing. I'm so glad we're in the era we're in. (laughs) But yeah, that was like, they never thought that this woman that was standing next to Porter Wagner and doing duets with him would ever like, you know, become more famous than him. Right. He was just, she was just representing the housewife who, who wishes they could be next to Porter Wagner. Wow, really yeah. bringing it home that maybe the the girl that's standing in the kitchen needs to get out yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. So uh, his original host was a woman named Norma Jean, not not Marilyn Monroe, Norma Jean. Different, like, Nor- why does that sound familiar? I not, couldn't place no, it. But it, she, yeah. yeah, Norma Jean. It's a common name. And she left the show and Porter Wagner kind of discovered Dolly Parton. She had already had some like minor hits. A lot of people, a lot of record executives thought her voice was too high, actually. Yeah. And they found her to be pretty annoying. And Porter Wagner saw something in her and made her the lady singer on the Porter Wagner show. Yeah. And then it's very famous. People listening may already know this, but then she, you know, she did a song, you know, called Jolene. Yeah. And people were like, started watching the show because of Dolly Parton. Yep. And then Dolly Parton left and there was like this huge thing between her and Porter Wagner, a very complicated relationship. Um, But like the song, you know, the I Will Always Love You. Yeah. That's about Porter Wagner. She wrote that for him. It's understandable. Um, And then he sued her. Why did he sue her? Okay. 
Was it for rights for the song or? No, no. So he, uh, she wanted to leave the uh, Porter oh, Wagner so show. Oh, so it was part of that contract battle. Okay. She wanted to leave the Porter Wagner show and Porter Wagner was like, well, I own everything you earn from now on forever and ever. I get 20% of everything forever and ever and ever. And she was like, no. And he was like, yes. And so she wrote to him the song, I Will Always Love You. As like just a way to be like, I will always love you. You don't need me. I don't need you. Like this is a proper point in our relationship to separate. He took out ads in the paper saying how Dolly Parton was like this mean, slanderous woman who like, you know, took him for everything. And everybody. yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. And so nobody, you know, it just like. She came out looking like the goddamn angel she is, but she even recognizes to this day, he was the one who discovered me. Like, I do owe him a tremendous amount. And then he became less and less famous. Yeah. She ended up giving him money. She, She became so famous, so much more famous than the person that discovered her, that Porter Wagner was about to be dropped from his record label. And so she bought the record label. Nice. So that she would keep him on it and was even there next to him on his deathbed when he Aww. died. Yeah. So it's a pretty it complicated like a very complicated, but also very understandingly sweet on at least either side. Because sometimes you get so close to somebody, you just get so angry when it's like, I don't get why you're not seeing my side. Like, you know everything about me. Why don't you get this? Yeah. So I get it. And well, lashing out's rude, but it happens. It just, it does happen. Mm-hmm. So that does sound very nice, though, that she... But also, eventually had enough money. It didn't matter anyways. <laughs> I know, right? Like, she was like, whatever. You can just have all my money. Like, like it I don't want you to take 20%, but I'm just going to show up and just give it to yeah. you because it won't matter. And also, like, as far as PR goes, like, everybody's like, oh, my God, yeah. this man sued her. And uh, yeah, no, she I mean, she's just like so freaking talented. And I'm starting to discover, like, like when I wore my costume, I had worn costumes to work before. Mm hmm. And I've worn costumes that people have just been like, oh, cool. Like, you know, you're a vampire, you're a hippie, you're an astronaut. Rhonda the like, Riveter? Yeah, I did Rosie the Riveter. Rosie. Class. Okay, for everybody out there, Rosie the Riveter is a very solid work costume. It it's is. a denim shirt. You get to wear red lipstick. It's classic. Put that. Put your hair up. Put your hair up. But everybody's like, oh, cool. Oh, cool. You know, blah, blah, blah. When I told people I was a Dolly Parton super fan, their faces lit up. Aww. They were just like, oh, Dolly Parton. And like, you know, like I said, it's like you work in nine to five. And they were like, Island's in the stream. Like everybody just started saying their favorite, their song. favorite <laughs> songs. And then like singing bits. I had never seen people so excited. It's like she yeah. like lights you up. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's the cutest thing. But Marissa, you haven't seen the trailer for Do- Dolly Parton. I saw her sitting in a chair, so I don't know what it's about. Dolly Parton heartstrings, and it comes out the I think the week of uh, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I think it's November twenty second. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Marissa, I'm so excited to binge. I believe eight episodes. Eight. Dolly Parton heartstrings. Okay. Well, first off, let me map out the trailer for you. The trailer is Dolly Parton. Okay. Yeah. She is standing on a stage, and yeah. she tells me similar to the experience. That that I had with her hologram in Dollywood, mm-hmm. that each one of the songs are like my heart. Aww. And when I play my guitar, I'm playing my heart string, okay? Mm-hmm. And so every episode is a song that Dolly Parton has uh, written, and the episode is like the world that encompasses that song. Aww. So it's like a narrative. Cool. Yeah. yeah, so it's like there's a song called Jolene that's like looks like maybe like somebody who's like a waitress at a bar who becomes famous. So it's like and then, reenactments? 
Kind Almost. of. It's like, well, it's like somebody took the song, like took one of Dolly Parton's songs and was like, use this as a writing prompt for yeah. a short film. I love That's what that. they're doing. I will say, this shit looks so much like Lifetime or Hallmark movie stuff. Awesome. It, Here for it. I, uh, yeah, guilty pleasures. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my gosh, Hallmark and Hallmark. Lifetime. Yeah, I was like, wow, everything is so evenly lit. All the yeah. acting seems Right on the cusp of being okay. Oh, my God. Kathleen Turner's in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, there's a couple of, like, famous people who have not been in a lot recently yeah. in it. You know, classic Lifetime slash Hallmark. Very. Stuff. And I just love that it's coming out for Thanksgiving. Like, of course. That works. Stuff is coming. I mean, Dolly, the Thanksgiving is all about being thankful, okay? Who's more thankful than Dolly Parton? She freaking... The people that work for her. That's oh it. my god! I swear to God, it was a cre- that was probably the creepiest thing about Dollywood, though, <laughs> was the people who work there. Because, I mean, if you've ever been to Disneyland or Disney World, a lot of the employees do, you know, it's a job. It's a job. They're still trained to act, you know, more cheerful than other amusement parks, you know. Yeah. But the people at Dollywood were like Ooh. very cheerful. Like they'd look at you, and I would think like. Are you a prisoner here? Like, not, I mean, like but they drank the Kool Aid. They drank some Kool Aid. Yeah. There's some Stockholm shit going down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I love Dollywood, but these bitches love Dollywood. Yeah. But I am upset. I sh- Maybe I needed to eat the cinnamon bread. That's probably it. And that, that's, that's what I missed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We also went to the, uh, oh, what's it called? Dolly Parton Stampede, which is a dinner show. Oh. It's outside the park. Oh. Okay. Parking lot or? Next, okay, Dollywood is in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, which is the birthplace of Dolly Parton, okay? And next to uh, Pigeon Forge is a place called uh, Gatlinburg, um, which is a pretty well-known Tennessee town. I was just listening to Johnny Cash, and he just, like, randomly mentions it, actually. Yeah, because he lived in that area, Yeah, so, um, you know, Tennessee, born and raised. And uh, so Gatlinburg, because of Dollywood, has essentially become a tourist pit. Mm Mm-hmm. Of just the most random fucking shit you would ever see in your whole life. Makes sense. It's like miniature golf course, mirror maze, go-karts, and then that repeats like every mile. There's a wax museum. There's a Guinness Book of World Records Museum. There's half the Titanic. Marissa, you can go to Gatlinburg, (laughs) Tennessee and see a replica full scale of half of the Titanic. Half of it. Cool. We will eventually have a full Titanic we'll get to go on. I highly recommend, if you are ever bored, okay, <laughs> to go on, go on go on to Google Maps, mm-hmm. okay, and type in Titanic, Gatlinburg, mm-hmm. Tennessee, mm-hmm. okay? Then do Google Street View. Yeah. Look at the wonder that is half <laughs> of a Titanic in the middle of Tennessee. Okay? That's crazy. But then just start, just start, you know, you can move your little dude down mm-hmm. the street. Just do it. <laughs> Oh, my God. The things you will see. That sounds bonkers. There is a full-size replica one block away of King Kong. Oh, I love that. And he's on a skyscraper. It is the most... There is a building that's like a science technology sort of like museum. Yeah. The whole building is upside down. Nice. Okay, I did Google Street View. I thought I was like, where the fuck am I? Yeah. I'm in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. That's where I'm at. Um, what was the point wow. of this story? Oh, yes. So, uh, but on that same street, mm-hmm. outside of Dollywood, is Dolly Parton Stampede, which is her dinner theater. And I will say in Gatlinburg, there are over 10 different companies that produce dinner shows. Okay. Yes. There's a pirate dinner show. Yes. There's a Bible dinner show. 
iffy. There's another cowboy dinner show. Dolly Parton Stampede, however, is the premier dinner show in America. Okay. (laughs) This bitch has the market on cinnamon bread and Mm -hmm. dinner shows. Okay. Astonishing. It is a uh, amphitheater. Yes. I I actually clarified this with Marissa. Yes. She did the research. It's an amphitheater style. Mm -hmm. The center of it. um, If you've ever been to Las Vegas or uh, Anaheim, like nights. Yeah. uh, Like Excalibur type, you know, you know, nights with the swords that like bash against each other and sparks come out and all that shit. Yeah. It's like that kind of dinner show. So there's like horses and stuff. There's like a big the the center is. Essentially, like, if you were watching, like, a a rodeo or Mm -hmm. anything like that, except around is nothing but tables, and you have, like, a prefix menu of southern southern cooking, you know? So you're just essentially, like, munching on a delicious menu, Mm -hmm. okay, of southern cooking. Mm -hmm. I will say a trillion times better than any other dinner show that I have ever been to. So I agree. This is the best dinner show in goddamn America, okay? Yeah. Um, I found out officially I'm allergic to horses, though. Yeah. You did tell me about that part. Yes. So I, uh, there's lots of horses in the show. I'm allergic to cats, very violently so. Yeah. And there's been a couple of times where I've been around horses and I've, I've felt a little sniffly before, but haven't thought much of it. Yeah. When I was in that arena with those horses, by the end of the show, I thought I might need to call an ambulance. Yeah. I could not breathe. It was crazy. But the, okay. I just want to wrap up this episode by okay. saying this. During the Dolly Parton dinner show, mm-hmm. they are singing Dolly Parton from the beginning to the end. It is filling the auditorium. I'm in the South. People are singing along to songs I didn't even know existed, okay? It is like a, there's a goddamn flags everywhere. You know, it's America. You know, it's like, (laughs) we're all love. We're Mm -hmm. all, you know, this like Mm -hmm. beautiful picture Mm -hmm. of like what America could be. And I'm there dying, asphyxiating. Like literally being like... (gasps) Like, Mm -hmm. my husband is like, are you okay? Do we need to go? And I was like, no, Dolly. (laughs) I'm just like, Dolly, no. Like, I was like, I've never, there is a high likelihood that I will find myself in Tennessee again. I love Nashville. Mm -hmm. I've been to Nashville a couple times. It's one of my Mm -hmm. favorite places. I will be in Tennessee again. But in my head, I was like, I am never going to this Dolly Parton dinner show again. Right. I'm not experiencing this Kool-Aid land ever again. Right. And so I was like, I cannot leave. I have to finish. And I did. I finished the show. And we went. We were. We had other plans that night. But we went straight to a Walgreens where I, um, luckily, in Oregon, you can't get (laughs) really good allergy medication. But in Tennessee, you can. So I got some Sudafedrin, or not Sudafedrin. What is it? Yeah, it's Sudafedrin. Yeah, Sudafedrin. I got me some high-grade Sudafedrin, and I, you know, popped a few pills, and I was good to go. I did not die, obviously. Yay. But I just, I, I, I... Needed to finish for Dolly. I had to finish for Dolly. Needed to stick it out. I needed to see all the horses come together with fireworks shooting in the air. You, you know? did. That was what I had to see. All the cowboys coming together, singing, you know. I don't even remember what they were singing because I was in such a daze. But I feel it in my heart. Yeah. And it'll stay with me forever. Aww. That's the other thing I do. When I'm around people from the South, I have an accent and it's embarrassing. It happens. Do you ever do that? No. 
Oh my god! If any, I've heard of other people doing it though. If anybody comes up to me with an accent, by no conscious decision, mm-hmm. I will start emulating their accent, and it's the most fucking embarrassing thing in the world. Because it's like they know I'm not. They know I'm not Southern. They know I'm not. Hey, at least you share that with Kristen Bell. Oh, does she do that too? Yeah. Oh, thank God, somebody else does it. It's so embarrassing. Especially because they know, like, you look at me for yeah. two seconds and you're like, this is a liberal bitch. Like, she, <laughs> I mean, she is like, there ain't no Southern in this girl. Yeah. But there's a fake Southern. She's in there. She's in there. And she was produced by Dolly Parton. She was. <laughs> anyway. Well, thank you for listening to my stories on Dolly Parton, Marissa. I loved it. Thank you. And thank everyone else for going along on, on this little Dolly ride we had. Yes. Please check out Dolly Parton's America. It's an awesome podcast. And you know Thanksgiving, binge on some turkey, binge on some Dolly Parton heartstrings. That's going to be cute. I'm sure it will be awful and great. Great. Which are my two favorite things together. Absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Yeah, thank you. Uh, oh, hey, comment and, uh, you know, let me know what your favorite Dolly Parton song is. Yeah, we didn't talk about that at all. Oh, my God. So, yeah, leave what, us some Marissa, comments. Marissa, what's your favorite Dolly Parton song? Jolene. Your favorite Dolly Parton song, Lee? Yeah. Ooh, what's my favorite song? Hmm. I will say probably it's a song called Tennessee Mountain Home. Yeah, that's a good one. Because it's like that's where we all want to be. You can hear how how much she likes it. Dude, that's what I leave you with all today. Authenticity. It will get you what you want. And if you want you want is a theme park. It, it could happen. Proof is in the cinnamon bread, everybody. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is As Above, So Below. <laughs>